0: What's up, everybody? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the host of Build Your Empire podcast. Frank G, why don't you tell the people what we
1: do? What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours with the goal of providing value.
0: And we certainly thank you. Right now, if you can follow, subscribe on all our outlets and instagrams we certainly appreciate you you the listener means everything to us frank g it's good to be back
1: it's good to be back after the 30 for 30 we did our april challenge it is may and we are back we
0: are back shout out lexi shout out tom shout out to those haters who keep trolling me uh but as long as they listen to you frank g i am okay with that
1: yeah, appreciate the love. I'll take them all. I'll take it all. Yep, I hear you
0: going back and forth with your notes there because I put a poll up yesterday and the poll said, <clears throat> can you buy fame? And it was a close poll. What do you think it ended with?
1: Um. Well, there's a lot to account for there. So I'm going to assume the majority of people will say that you can buy fame.
0: It was about 52.48 in favor that you can buy fame. Now, I also vote yes. I can see how fame has tangible value and how you can orchestrate and buy it. But mm. more importantly, the question is how do you buy it and what do you even do with it and why would you want it?
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing, of course. So, yes, you can buy fame. Um, it'll cost you probably a pretty penny, but. Fame is just uh, being exposed. So if you don't do anything positive or relevant with that fame, you eventually either fall off or it was all for nothing. That's
0: pretty much exactly what it is. Is fame isn't is attention? But I, I guess fame would be sustained attention, right? I guess you could go viral. You well, could fifteen minutes
1: up. of fame, yeah,
0: yeah. But you can certainly buy that. I mean, if you're buying an audience or a following. Um, that, that has a price. And when you, you know, match that with good PR or bad PR, right? doesn't matter, um, there is a price. What do you think the cost to get yourself semi-famous by, let's say, 2 million people would be?
1: Um, I would say if you ha- like you're hiring a PR team, all that nonsense, uh, 15, 30 grand.
0: I think it would be more than that.
1: I think it would be close to 100,000. Maybe with uh, a two million, yeah, two million people exposure, uh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about
0: having uh, you know, a million plus followers on Instagram with a YouTube channel that's rocking with people who are interested in what you have to say, all because of the way you positioned yourself.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you can, you can have money without the fame. But, uh, it, I mean, fame is more like a platform. So, yeah, you, you have to be wary of your words. You have to be wary of your message. When you have fame, you kind of have, like, responsibility.
0: Um, to us, right? So we're responsible in having that perspective and perception that fame is a responsibility. I think 9 out of 10 teenagers or even, you know, mid-20s don't understand that, nor do they, do they care.
1: No, I mean, people in their mid 20s, they want. I mean, if you have fame in your mid 20s and you have a product or a, a service that's popping and you have fame, good for you. You're, you're in a great spot. I mean, you're exposed with a good product or a good service. But
0: I mean, and, and you've come across people where they would pro they, they are so desperate to be recognized and mm. they would want fame. And in my eyes, one, fuck fame. I have a feeling it's going to come within my lifetime or just get extreme notoriety, but mm. I'm all, I'm all about my money, my paper, my bag.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a difference between being known for being known and being known for your accomplishments and contributions to society. I mean, you could go viral on a video. Um, I mean, you could uh, have an only fan page or you could be like LeBron James Correct.
0: Now, when you buy all this Mm -hmm. PR and all the advertising to get your name out there and essentially buy your fame, the question is, what are you doing it for, right? Because I see Mm. people do it time and time again, and then they quickly leverage it in order to make money, right? So it's an investment as opposed to an insecurity,
1: Yeah, it's certainly an investment. I mean, you invest in yourself. Um, If you're buying fame, so to speak, um, you take your expertise with uh, good marketing, a great package, and you pretty much sell your expertise. I mean, that's an easy way to fame.
0: And, you know, we've been watching this Michael Jordan documentary, pretty much the whole world has. And at what cost... Do you want your fame? Because you know fame could be bought, but not necessarily from a monetary value, right? Not from an exchange of a cash value standpoint. Would you give things up, such as your privacy, or just you acting ridiculousness? Ridiculous (laughs) to get fame. I mean, that's also a cost.
1: Yeah. So that pretty much brings you to the question that I think, because most people relate them together, even though they're not. If you could choose. Would you rather be rich or would you rather have fame?
0: I would rather be rich all day. I don't care about the fame, but the way my trajectory of my plan and vision Mm. is, I'm going to end up having both and either or neither means nothing to me. It's the voice in the progress.
1: Well, to maybe not combat that, but to put a point in there, uh, fame to have your message across, you have to have fame. I mean, fame doesn't have to be—you're the center of TMZ. I mean, you know, you have an online presence, you're at speaking engagements, you're at professional activities, you have media coverage. So, if your voice is that echoing through the world after you're passing, you're having fame. So, re- I mean, yeah, if you want fame, if you have a message that you want the world to be heard, that's what you want. You, I mean, money comes.
0: I don't know though right? Because you can, I mean, Jesus told 12 people stories and then those 12 people told millions and millions of people. So I don't necessarily know if you need that many people at scale to know your name for your voice and impact to then be heard.
1: Well, I think it also comes to being able to handle the package of fame. Um, so you need to obviously be adept to publicity. Um, and you have to have an understanding of how you're gonna package yourself because you're the product within in fame. So
0: Well, I will tell you this.
1: <clears throat>
0: Chris and Frank G is becoming packaged, and I'll tell you someone who packaged himself quite nicely. Our boy Six Nine Man came out of jail. Six
1: nine.
0: Six nine comes out of jail, snitched on his gang after being the top artist. Two years ago, 2018, hit after hit after hit, 11 hits straight, went to jail, snitched on everybody, comes out, creates the number one hit record, breaks records on Instagram and YouTube, and I've been a fan of 6 9 way back. You were not, and I didn't necessarily like his music, but I am a marketing fan, and he is a marketing genius.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know six nine started releasing music twenty fourteen. got big twenty seventeen. Um, obviously, super hot, aggressive rap singles. <clears> I never boy with the notes. I never liked his flow too much. Uh, he's nasty. This song gets me hyped. I mean, he's a good hype. He's a good hype man. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of coverage in his on his it, story. It,
0: clearly, his sto- but he had that prior to everything, right? I mean, it's his look, his image, his demeanor, his sound, his not giving fuck attitude. What mm. just amazes me is how the kid did not miss a step. He did not miss a step. And you'll hear him collaborate. I remember he, uh, he, he used to do you know, Instagram skits with other influencers and, and uh, comedians and musicians. I remember Trey Songs, I believe, saying, how he was so methodical in how he positions and packages his even clips that it's, it's a gift. The kid has a gift. And I, I mean, I guess he uses music as the art, just like in a way you could say, I'm gifted with the way I position our brand, but the podcast is our art.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing like uh Trey song saying like, yeah, he'd want me here. he want me here. He's like, all right, take your shirt off here. Like, So yeah, he's, he's on point. He knows what he's doing. He's clearly marketing himself very Master well. Master
0: troll. But th- th- see, that's the, that's the thing, right? I felt like he had poverty. Growing up, he saw his way to fame and fortune and obviously took it because what's the alternative, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, he certainly acted out. Uh, when he, I mean, a bit. I mean, it makes sense, kinda. Um, I Everything mean, makes sense. I'm father, pro six nine. Father leaving him in, th- in third grade. His stepfather getting shot dead, like right in front of the house. Then he starts acting out. Then I mean, but if you're intelligent, you clearly know how to make money doing it. He
0: just turned 24 years old, which means when he was hot years back, and he was on trends before. The trends even became trends from a video editing standpoint and just uh graphic designs. I mean, he was twenty one, twenty two years old. The kid the kid's smart, man.
1: Yeah, he was blowing up a lot because he was using a lot of like animation in his videos. I mean, he obviously Powerful. had a team. Yeah, he's he's now marketed and
0: I don't think he really had a team though. His team well- I mean, Eve. the last video he put out before he went to jail was pretty much saying, fuck everyone. I don't have a team. I'm by myself. They all screwed me. So I don't know who really does this kid's graphics. Now he has a record label.
1: Right now. Yeah. He signed a $10 million uh, deal for two albums. Um, But right now he's got his security detail doing uh, behind the cameras and shit. I mean, he's got two hours in his backyard filming videos However he does it, I mean, obviously...
0: Which doesn't make sense, by the way. I know he asked the court order that, but he, he went outside for two minutes to take a photo, and
1: then he got snitched on. <laughs> well, that's his... I mean, he, yeah, he had to get a court order to expand from his house to his backyard in order to film these videos. And clearly, to be in the limelight and to have, a you know, this number... You know, how many views he has on this song, you have to be known.
0: A hundred million... Two to three days. Bro, not one radio play on air. Not one.
1: That makes sense.
0: No MC, no DJ is playing his music, and he is still blowing up the hottest artist in the game right now.
1: I mean, if you're somehow able to get out four months early on a two-month year racketeering drug-related charges. When you should have life. And you should have life. And you can get out, and you can still film – with your ankle bracelet on, a uh, professional video. The and man use that. You're using yeah. that as a marketing ploy to make bank. And, it, and I'm pretty sure the line is like in his song, I'm mad, you're mad, I'm back. Like he's just, he's just trolling on everybody.
0: I used his song as a story post to promote this episode for a troll who is hating on me and got a bunch of comments.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting how um, he was able to request and get all these um, uh, like blocks taken away. Like He's able to record. I mean, he obviously had people in his house. Because in the, well, yes, that's all interesting. I, I guess if you're under house arrest, people can
0: come to your house, though. I mean, Junior from Sopranos was under house arrest. I mean, they walked in and out of his house all day.
1: Apparently, you can't go to your backyard, though. And apparently he has limited time in his home studio. So not only did he get out four months early, he has a home studio that he can work on his business.
0: Now, what I was curious about is his new song. He's talking about, of course, shooting people and coming from the gang world, violence, and knowing the trial that you just fought and had time served. It's a miracle Mm -hmm. that you can still say that. Now you said earlier off camera, freedom of speech. He's not free currently. There's, he doesn't have freedom, but his lawyer <clears throat> did state that he plays a character six, nine, and that is not a, repre- a representation of the individual that he uses it as a business uh, for himself.
1: Yeah, he was able to get out, may I guess have a loophole in uh, the fact that he stated that it is for occupation reasons truly.
0: An amazing story. I think this kid is still going to blow up. Everything he touches is gold. And I think deep down, he's actually a, I I don't know really, but he seems like he's a genuine good person because he always was giving out money to the kids, schools. And I would imagine for him to get uh, only a year and a half, two years, he must have really not been involved. He must have just been in his music playing the image but not that guy
1: well he got involved when he was arrested when he was younger i mean he used to you know it's not like he was away from the gang life i mean he sold drugs um and obviously when you're in rikers island you're gonna he associated with nine tray gang so he obviously associated with them but to my knowledge of what he partaked in and has done i have no idea um, when he was young he seemed like he was incapable of doing something like that by photos but clearly you do not judge a book by its cover
0: no and I'm curious to see how other current musicians and artists react to him knowing that he has
1: Meek mills hating on him
0: yeah well Meek mills is a loser let's be honest and uh, yeah I guess I guess we're gonna see um, I'm a fan I'm a fan of the story uh, I think his marketing is top notch, and uh I guess we'll see if he gets killed or not,
1: yeah, any old school uh snitches get stitches ain't ain't fucking with him,
0: bro, he just put out a post saying if if people did this, this, and this, to you, would you snitch? I put immediately, yep,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know we've uh, we've spoken about this beforehand,
0: yeah, but I also had an interesting situation where I was in court myself and got snitched on. But moving on, moving on.
1: Moving on.
0: We are moving on. It is Monday. It is Monday, my friend. You know what that is, right?
1: Memory Lane Monday. Memory
0: Lane Monday, the segment where we tell you a story from the past. Memory Lane Monday.
1: Mm, Take me back.
0: Ooh, take, 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 take me back. I would like to be taken back to a nice beach, maybe with you back in Jamaica, sipping a pina colada, maybe a Mm. dirty banana.
1: Just living uh, on the beach, watching the sunset.
0: Life. Frank G, I love Memory Lane Monday. It gives us uh, a moment to tell a story from our past and showcase ourselves. Yes. and uh, You know, I, I think I'll go first here, since it may <clears throat> segue to your story here. All and it right. kind of goes with six, nine, and marketing. So before we started this podcast, before I started Leave a Legacy, which people see it as a brand, but it started as a company called Leave a Legacy Marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. This was a digital ad agency, which was going to create more companies underneath it, such as podcasting and other brands. And it was essentially the umbrella. And it was a digital ad agency. I created nine, 10 businesses, business models, that is, prior to Leave a Legacy. How many did I include you on? I mean, we had had Mm -hmm. a clothing brand. Mm -hmm. We had... I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to be a painter, but not be a painter. I wanted to create a painting company. That was one. Imminent um, success
1: was the clothing brand.
0: Imminent success. That is true, which is crazy because I came up with a logo. And once again, everything I come up with, someone takes it a week later. But so all these business models that I've created and many people hit me up. Hey, Chris, like I want to start a business. How do I start? Well, you just got to start, right? So I created a bunch of models, but didn't act on any one of them. Leave a Legacy came to me on New Year's Eve, I believe 2017. 2017 New Year's Eve. I was at a very lonely spot. It was just me, New Year's Eve. Uh, I believe you were at a party.
1: Yeah, I was at a gathering for the celebrations of New Year's Eve, yep. (laughs) <laughs> that's typically what happens. Normally New Year's
0: Eve is a poppin' moment.
1: Poppin' night.
0: Poppin' night. This is like the first night I've ever not had nothing to do. I was so sad that I was at a bar, the the dingy old man's bar down the block by Great myself.
1: Spot. Great spot.
0: New Year's Eve. I ordered me one shot of Jaeger <clears throat> and one beer. And I sat there. And all of a sudden, I never had a vision so clear that Leave a Legacy Marketing was going to be a digital advertising agency, as well as a brand, as well as a potential e-commerce business. And I knew that even if it failed, the goal was to create an audience. And if the audience grows, and if you're genuine, you will get love back which you can have in perpetuity. I ran home New Year's Eve 2017, and I began building Leave a Legacy Marketing.
1: And I'm rocking the
0: hat right now. That's my boy. Now, before you get to your story, what's funny is in that same spot, that same chair in which I created Leave a Legacy Marketing, that is where I presented you this podcast idea
1: um i guess in all in all that dingy bar gives you inspiration
0: yo that dingy bar is where i have to go if i need an idea and want to begin on executing
1: and we'll certainly be back once we can
0: shout out to talking to town bar
1: talking to town bar man that was that's pretty yeah it's pretty interesting how it uh Two, uh passionate ideas stemmed from that area, um, but awesome! Uh, I, I'm obviously a part of it, and we're gonna keep rocking. And I
0: can't wait to hear your story, man. This mm. <laughs> one, hey, we're mm. gonna go way back. We're gonna go we're going
1: way back. Go way back. Go yeah. way back.
0: Not Memory too way, way back.
1: Monday. Memory Lane Monday. Not too lane way
0: back. Monday, my man. What you got?
1: All right. A few pivots ago, my memory lane That's Monday good. is on one of our earlier podcast ideas, which we had created the name The Pregame. Great, great idea.
0: And Phenomenal
1: idea. idea. Um, you know, speaking of fame, we've, we thought with The Pregame, we're going to have- This was have- it. This was it. This We thought this was our idea. We thought we're <laughs> going to get drunk on camera. We're going to have our, you know, genuine conversations that lead to humor and seriousness. While getting wrecked. While just getting wrecked. And essentially pre-gaming on a Saturday night or whatever, and then to go out. Um. So, before, you know, back up a little bit. Before this, you know, we created other podcasts. I mean, Chris has come to me with two or three other ideas Uh, it started out where I was in his room recording on a phone where he was interviewing me on my job and you know I told him how many songs I knew Ferragamo was mentioned in and I didn't even really probably know at the time
0: before then it even started in my car
1: in in your car we would record and it would I forget what that we had a name for it but we would just in the car with Chris and Frank G I mean, that wasn't what it was, but that's pretty much what it came down to. We put a phone down and we recorded. So we knew that we wanted to be heard or we wanted our voice to reach a mass level. With this medium. With this medium. This is probably two, three years ago or two years ago. Um, So we knew we wanted to reach something and have a voice. But what we were doing, we were coming We couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. So what we had essentially was two chairs in a basement. Another chair held a video camera up with poor, (laughs) poor quality. Very poor quality. And we would, I would bring beers. He would have Ciroc, as always, Ciroc boy. Chilling and we would just crack a beer, take shots, and begin fucked up. Twenty five minutes in, we're feeling real loose and getting crazy. We
0: were drinking a whole bottle, and you can find yeah. these episodes on YouTube. We're not gonna you disclose can, it. But you there. can still find we're them there. on
1: YouTube. We, so are there. We, we tried we every Saturday or Sunday, and Sunday was tough because we worked on Monday. We'd meet up, we'd just get wrecked four times. I think we did. And then Unhealthy we healthy lifestyle. Yeah, we realized one we don't drink this much like normally an, normally yeah so <laughs> to drink this much for a profit or not even a profit to gain a, a project yeah is silly and unhealthy and you know the legacy you leave is the is the chatter of what your name was so that we,
0: that was us being responsible and and seeing that
1: yeah so we realized one we can't keep up with this we're not drinking even when we said, let's take it easy, I'd show we, up. We went hard. We I'd went show hard. up. I showed up once with like a surprise, ja- I, I don't know, uh, bourbon bottle in my pocket. And like we ended up just, we couldn't take it easy. So we Mind like, you,
0: we, we had four episodes of the pregame. And, we did. And the last episode, we filmed in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. <laughs>
1: And the first episode in your basement on a random Friday night where we just decided to hang out and get a little drunk. And we were like, hey, let's, let's do some action to the point where we even wanted to buy beanbags, our own personal beanbags. Because all we did was sit in a chair oh, in the yeah. middle of the room.
0: Yeah, that would have been the spot. Yeah. And then we made poor decisions right after that first pregame. We should have known right there. That wasn't it, chief.
1: That wasn't it. We knew right there. I mean, so we wanted a message to be heard. We wanted our voices to carry to the masses. We wanted to provide value. So all in all, yes, that was part of the journey. A hilarious story, something that we'll never forget, Chris and I. But that led us to Build Your Empire, a much more valuable, (laughs) much more professional. um, And to be honest, a much more uh, academic or even a bunch more big learning experience for myself as well.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you know, a lot of this is all progression and when you have a vision and a goal, you have to continue chasing after it. And that involves the failures. So the pregame wasn't, it was a failure, but it wasn't necessarily a failure because it taught us, you know, even with the car and in my room, there's better technology and softwares to complete your mission to make things easier and smoother to distribute uh, at scale.
1: Yeah, and that was our first appearance on camera. So that was like the first time we were trying to get comfortable knowing that what we were saying was about to hit online, which can be viewed by millions of people.
0: Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to the millions, but we're getting there right now. Uh, we certainly appreciate everybody who took their time. And listened. Uh, we're going to be on Mondays and Thursdays. On Thursday's episodes, we're going to take a deep dive into established empires. I yes, think Thursday, uh, this Thursday, we're going to go into Drake. Um, next week, we're probably going to go into an athlete. Uh, then we're going to go into businesses and you get the point. Uh, Frank G, we do have guests lined up, by the way. We, uh, we have a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Monday's guests, we're going to fit them into this segment. I mean, I'm excited. Can't wait to what we present to you. Lots to get done.
0: Yes, sir. It's good to be back. Uh, I missed being here.
1: Certainly missed it, man. It's good to hear your voice on uh, podcast radio.
0: Yeah, man. Um, Again, shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to them haters. Shout out to them supporters. Uh, Look, I guarantee you, Give me two years and we're going to blow the fuck up. Kaboom.
1: Yes, sir. Everybody build your empire. The importance of building a brand is wonderful. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye.